Standard Bank and 702 have asked acclaimed journalist Nikiwa Begicha to go for us across the continent just to get insights into Africa's markets, the investment opportunities, economic environment, trading conditions, infrastructure, people, etc. Things that connect us. And she joins us on the line now from Nairobi. Good afternoon to you, Nix. Hi, Kuala. Are you well? I'm very well, thank you. <laughs> Fantastic. So, Nick, uh, throughout the afternoon, of course, I've been receiving calls, SMSs, people just stunned about the outcome of the elections in the U.S. Tell me what the reaction is in Kenya. The reaction is no different here in Kenya, Guala. Uh, people have been dismayed, shock, horror, amusement in some parts. And Kenyans seem to be taking this very, very personally because, you know, they have a very soft spot for President Obama and didn't take kindly at all to the insults which were hurled um, against him by President-elect Trump. He, of course, you know, by virtue of uh, President Obama's Kenyan heritage, um, had had disputed the fact whether he was an American citizen and was born in that country. And Kenyans took huge, huge offense uh, to that, as I'm sure were another number of other people to the many insults which have been hurled by uh, President-elect Trump. We were at a game drive earlier on uh, today, Kolani, and I'm telling you, everyone with us in that car, um, when we stopped, people were pontificating, putting their hands up, and, and using very rude, colorful language, which I, I can't repeat on radio. <laughs> <laughs> So that has been the response thus far. Oh, well, yeah. Hey. And we are obviously going to be discussing it a little bit more here because what I'm also interested in is just generally what does it mean for all of Africa and the relations between the U.S. and Africa. So we've got an analyst lined up a little later on. But also business ties between yes. Kenya and the U.S. We know that Trump has spoken about trade. What are the business ties between the two countries then? Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and such was the interest uh, in this election by Kenyan Polani that last night there was this online gambling on the outcome of the election with the odds stacked heavily against Hillary Clinton. So they seem to have got it right. But what is interesting is that they were using uh, this mobile payment system, which we were discussing yesterday, M-Pesa. M-Pesa pays for everything, it seems. So back onto the issue of, of, of trade links. You know, Kenya and the U.S. have strong trade ties, business relations, which go back decades. Um, the U.S., of course, imports a lot of goods from this country, such as tea and coffee. And similarly, the U.S. reciprocates. It has operations here in the commercial and banking space, as well as a light manufacturing. So a very, very good relationship. Um, Kenya, Kenyan goods have access to uh, the, the U.S. under the previous uh, GOA Act. So they've always been strong business ties. But also, uh, President Obama being the first sitting head of state in the U.S. to have paid a state visit to Kenya, uh, and that took place uh, late last year, and he was hosted by his counterpart, Uhuru Kenyatta, and it was a wonderful moment, Colin. I'm sure you remember uh, the video of President Obama dancing yeah. at that state dinner, um, being serenaded by one of Kenya's top acts, and that's the band Salty Soul. So there's a great deal of interest in this election and what it actually means for relations between the two countries. Uh, anyway, so yeah, that uh, that's a point of discussion for us after the news at five. But it's your last day in Kenya today. Just your overall impressions then about accessibility of Kenya for the investors and other things. I've absolutely loved Nairobi, uh, Kolani. It was my second visit, but this stay was slightly more extended, and I, I got to drive around extensively through the city. It is really a very exciting uh, destination. 
fairly affordable as well because uh, the Kenyan shil- shilling is, is uh, about seven times less the value of the rand. So it's accessible and affordable for tourists. It's also for business. If you're looking for business opportunities, of which there are plenty in a variety of sectors. And what we're hearing from a lot of the people that we've spoken to is because Kenya is developing its infrastructure, they're looking for investors in that field. And, and South Africa, by virtue of having some um, experience in, in, in that front, they're looking to countries like South Africa to make the necessary investments. But it really has been phenomenal. And um, I was really fascinated by the diversity as well, not of just people, but of what you can do uh, when you're in the city. The fact that you can actually go on a game drive in the city is quite something else. So if you, you're a business leader and you want to spend a day here, you can take that in whilst putting in your business meetings as well. And like I said the other day, Konani, no visa required. So it, this government is, is keen for South Africans to visit. Fantastic. Nix, uh, thank you very much for the reports and looking forward to talking again when you g- get back home. Asante sana. <laughs> oh, cool, Nix. I almost belong. Bye. <laughs> Cheers. Nix is in Nairobi. Now, for more Nigiwa's travels, go to africaconnected.702.co.za. Standard Bank calls Africa home and drives her growth. Combining their strong African presence with global capabilities, they support the aspirations of clients looking for a banking partner who knows Africa. Standard Bank has partnered with 702 on Africa Connected. And in order to give you the in depth first-hand insights into Africa's diverse markets and the challenges and opportunities of doing business on our continent. Let Standard Bank then be your partner for growth on this continent that we call home.